Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go on. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To. It's reality game. Let's love. Uh, can you make me sing? Um, sing, 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 sing. I, I don't. I don't usually like doing this. Just for do it. Let's just do it. Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Mary had a little lamb. She's with wild snow. How was that? Do you like Whoa. it? Whoa. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. That was good, yo. That's good. I'm We're back, so, y'all. I'm so glad they asked her to do it. Same. She was right there ready. I think she's gotten more ready to sing in front of people. I'm I'm glad they didn't drop that plot point. I'm so glad. When Sean Robinson brought it up, I went, thank you. And she sounded good. She sounded real she good. She did. It's the cognitive dissonance that occurs from a voice like that singing Mary Had a Little Lamb is I'll never get over it. It's, it's why I think I think they need to un- – I don't know if they understand – that that's why people it's not her voice they're making fun of it's the context of using that kind of a little bit a little affected voice like a kind of a more countryfied poppy voice to sing that song which we normally think of as a really simple children's song. simple children's song it does sound like she should be doing this in concert with 10 background dancers in scantily clad yes. clothes and Mary's about to get Mary's about to fuck if, that lamb, y'all. Mary going to fuck that lamb. You going to fuck that thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you were at any of our live shows earlier <laughs> this season, you heard 
some really great versions of pop versions of nursery rhymes I found on YouTube. And Mary had a little, it was one of them. It was like, what was the name of that lamb? <laughs> Some of them were kind of good, but they sounded oh, weird because it was nursery rhymes. The Muffin Man one is still a bop. I, oh, I, uh, good. Yeah, I, it's good. Uh, the Itsy Bitsy Spotter one, I, I, I don't think I'll, uh, Try too hard. Give. But the the when they were asking, like, do you know? And it's like, what was his name? <laughs> do you know where he lives? <laughs> it's good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> it. Again, I was never. It's not a. She doesn't have a bad voice. It's actually good and a pretty I, voice. It, if if it was up to me, if I was her coach, what I would do is try to kind of take off some of the mannered stuff she puts on it i would say stop trying to sound like other people because i feel like she's trying to either sound like louis rhymes or a, a kind of a poppier voice it's like those auditions of american idol you see and they're like they're trying to sound like someone instead it's of themselves i think she's trying to sound like maren morris that's who i feel like she's trying to kind sound like. of yeah yeah but let them do that yeah that's one something let, i say let mary morris be mary morris i love let her be you be your you, you don't need to sound like anybody you're not gonna be jello y'all don't j-lo no jello that was my best friend's wedding remember when he was she was sorry that's a what best and best friend's wedding when julia roberts and cameron diaz are talking and she's like what i forget what his name is she's like he wants he wants pudding or something and or he wants jello and you're you're a creme brulee and she was like i can be jello i can be jello oh. and she's like you're not gonna be jello thanks for that 20 year old movie reference <laughs> it's, it's kind of a famous <laughs> quote from that movie Fine. i i saw the movie once and oh. i i've seen that movie several times i loved it y'all you're asking what the fuck is going on because you were the gay best friend at every wedding sure was Sure was. Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. <laughs> never gonna be, and that's fine. Yeah, you didn't show up. Uh, and you know what? Because, like, have you seen the Chelsea, Chelsea, Le I mean, Chelsea Handler? I always want to call her Chelsea Lately. I know. But have you seen her things where she does, like, these PSAs for marriage? You don't have to. And she talks all about me. <laughs> it's really funny on her Instagram. Hey, Sugars, it's Maddie. I'm jumping in real quick. We found this out after we had already recorded this episode that we're going to be on I've Had It with Jen and Pumpers from Sweet Home, Oklahoma, uh, their podcast, I've Had It. Um, we had a, a really freaking good time with them. It's a really funny episode. They're eventually going to be on our show as well. We're still working out that. but So be sure to click on uh, the show links. I'll have those, and you can listen to that on their po podcast, I've Had It. All right, back to the show. Um, Y'all, you're asking, what the fuck am I listening to? It's Reality Gaze with Maddie and Poodle. This is it's Tell All Part 2. Part 2 of the Tell All. We This is confusing a little bit. Um, in no limits. One, no, no limits. <laughs> you can that means you can choke me as hard as you want. From, from Treasure <laughs> Island Media. No <laughs> limits. Gaze just screamed. That's definitely a treasure island, though. That, 
Do you remember as a gay and man like where someone, you were when you like stumbled on a fisted at the end? Yes, when you stumbled <laughs> on a Treasure Island media thing You're on like, Pornhub, and you this go, "This is a new world." <laughs> you go, "Oh my!" You look around, even though you y'all, know you're alone, <laughs> y'all. Your gay friends, your your, you mentioned Treasure Island to your gay friends, and they'll go, "Oh." Girl, where did you hear that word? Girl, you a dirty bitch. Yeah. Yes. Well, straight girlfriends, say say to your gay friends, just say, do you watch anything from Treasure Island Media? And they're gonna watch go, their faces. <laughs> <laughs> it is a very Treasure Island uh, media title. <laughs> no limits. I am so enjoying educating. <laughs> our <laughs> listeners about not only mainstream gay porn like fringy gay porn oh you never find yeah. it on purpose treasure island finds you <laughs> it does <laughs> you know that's right that is the truth you don't mean to find it no and all there. of a sudden on Pornhub, you're just watching some guy in a mask who's a youth pastor getting <laughs> fucked by the entire church choir. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> With a really bad camera and like a, yeah. a light. And, and they're, you're pretty sure they're in a red roof inn. Yeah. And no one looks well. No one looks You know what I mean? Well. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of tattoos that say toxic on them. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. Not a good, yeah. not a healthy. Uh, no sex shame. We just want people to be healthy. You can ask your gay friends about Treasure okay. Island Media and watch Wait, I'm the sorry. look on I their took, face. I took us somewhere and I apologize. That's on me. That's on me. If you're watching the intimate portrait, you saw Poodle's <laughs> eyes get so big. Um, okay, we did a like, million. Sh- only the gay club knows about this. Only yes, the no- secret gay club knows about Treasure <laughs> Island Media. I'm like, yeah. Um, so Carl's vibe just got Googled it and got an eyeful. <laughs> an eyeful. Okay, a couple <laughs> of things we want to remind y'all of. Darcy and Stacey's coming. Uh, Toe is coming. We talked Even about Even more trailers. important, Toe is back the 29th. Toe. Well, yes. uh, Darcy and Stacey's Extreme Sisters is coming out. We should be getting a trailer for that soon. Yeah, it should be. Because it's, it's coming, coming out 23rd, 23rd so it should be out yeah. soon. It's kind of um, weird we haven't seen it yet. Actually, it is well, odd. probably out Monday. Um, hey, our by curious options for our December by curious. We poodle put that by the time you're listening to this, those options have already dropped. Poodle, those options they are. are they are the circle season five back in the groove with Tay Diggs hey, about Diggs. uh women of a certain age seducing younger men, uh, getting the getting their grooves back. Or collective groove. And lastly, My Unorthodox Life, season two. <laughs> Watching it all burn. Uh, Watching it all burn. <laughs> where Silvio divorces Julia and the Batsheva's hot husband, Ben, divorces her. And Miriam has a girlfriend, uh, but is trying way too hard. <laughs> And Robert wants to be a Broadway star Robert while his husband movie. fucks guys at the dog park. <laughs> That's I basically recap the whole season for you. <laughs> wow. 
I could watch any and, one of those. And Shlomo might actually fuck a girl. Doubtful. <laughs> um, He's we'll kind of the hero of this season. <laughs> I want to show everybody on the Intimate Portrait. We were going through, you know, I've been going through these pictures with my mother to digitize. And I saw this. I don't know if we can see. I have to move my screen. God, I, I love it how we have to. We, it's a picture of my daddy. I found my father in high school. Oh, wow. Look at your dad. My dad was a little twink. Well, also, he was he poor. Was. He was poor, so they only ate twice a week. That's what they'll tell you. So anyway. Well, he didn't get a lot of food. I know he didn't. So yeah, He's got big ears. He Well, not Peterson. I get the ears from the Peterson side, but he kind of did, yeah. As my mother said to my other cousin, they should get those ears pinned. <laughs> Which, again, I don't think they do anymore. I don't think they do that. Let your ears be your ears. That you know that wasn't the case. It used to not be. No, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> all right. So um, I think that's all that we we talked about the vicarious toe classless. Uh, we are going to have that. I think uh, in a couple of weeks we're going to have a new. We're going to start season six of Ninety Day Fiance on classless, and that episode will, will be out on the free feed, so you can try before you buy. It'll be so, next yeah. week, actually. Uh, the the first classless episode will be yes the twelfth. Yeah, uh, no, the, the yeah fourteenth. Why are you doing dates in the middle of the show? Why I don't you know. Do this? I don't know. Why don't you do this? It's next It'll, week. It'll be no. It actually will be the nineteenth. Yeah, because we're gonna have it. We're gonna have it because we're gonna have the classes that are, this week. We're doing Nicole and Asin's wedding, and that's it. And then that's it. And so our wedding special that is actually. Oh, you're right. You're right. It'll be the nineteenth. End. It's the thank 19th. you. It's the end. It's the end of the. Um, just so y'all know, that is the end of. Um, then Nicole and Asin, if you want to watch it, it's the end of the tell-all. Sean calls That's it his own special, but it's actually like part two, I think, of the tell-all if you want to yeah. watch That's it. That's the 12th. Plus That's what I was thinking in my head. Yeah. yeah. That is the 12th. And then on the 19th, we'll have a free of uh, 90 Day Fiance Season 6, Colty, Larissa, um, Steven, Olga, um, just... Kalani, Asuelu. Kalani, just... Ashley, Chef's Jay. Kiss. Yes, Chef's Kiss 90 Day Fiance, y'all. Pee Wee's excited to talk about his debut. <laughs> it's the first time we ever meet Mother Debbie was in this season. Hey, Mom, we're going to be on TV. I want some makeup. I'm going to make another steak. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe it's the maybe. trucker we killed. And Lalo's going to. When does Love During Lockup air? It airs Not in February. February. Yeah. So, y'all, we got a little bit of time. We're, as someone said, and I always want to apologize, it's on me. Um, we did the by curious like in the middle of December, and then Jake texts me. He's like, "Did we post that?" Because we were posting all this shit before yeah. vacation, and I forgot. So, um, but y'all didn't mind because someone said, "Holy fuck, y'all are raw dogging us doing your vacation," and we did. I I will say, if anyone ever accuses us of not putting out enough content, I'd, I'm gonna come to their house and tie them up and stare them and say say it to my face. I swear to God, I don't think that's gonna happen. It's not. It's gonna get rough play and not the good kind, if you know what I mean. No Treasure Island media kind. Oh. <laughs> Dawson's not gonna be there. <laughs> 
And there's definitely not going to be a 50 load weekend. No, that's true. <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> this is so We're in a weird stuff. area. We're in a weird This is we're gonna get bad reviews for that, you know. No, I think I so, like yeah. the guys, but until when until, they started bringing up risky, fringy gay porn, I'm and, out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. I called my youth pastor, and he advised, <laughs> "Get out." And I was surprised he had heard of Dawson's Weekend <laughs> <laughs> and um, the sequel. I just want to say this. I wish, going back to classless, I just want to say one thing that we have discovered, that we have discovered, we have decided that for when we watch old episodes of Russ and Powell, that Russ's family (laughs) calls him by his Christian name, which is Rustifer. And that is all that we call Rustifer. And they are there. And we realize that every time she hangs a cross on that wall, it's because Russ is Rustifer has lost his way. He's done another thing to go away from the family's faith. Yes, I can't, I'm excited to talk about them on Happily Ever After when she's pregnant and goes through her horrible, horrible birth. Don't they have a water birth? Am I? Am I making? I've that heard up? she's just ridiculous. Yes. Anyway, well, that'll, be, that'll be the next thing we do. Check it out. All right. <sighs> Poodle, where we left these wonderful individuals? Uh, <laughs> the Dirty Dozen. <laughs> yes. Um, we also a Treasure Island film. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I promise we're going to stop talking about gay pornography. Maybe. Not. Um, so uh, we left with... Rose being interviewed by Sean and Rose is basically saying Ed's tried to FaceTime me a lot and he's just sitting there dumbstruck like and and with this shitting look on his face and then she's like oh but I have the receipts here they are. And And for once in 90 Day Fiance history instead of talking about a text Sean says Oh, we actually have the text that we didn't. And and Sean says, we actually have the text. And then Liz walks over and reads it. And then they actually show it to us and we get to read it. And as we said before, Liz's dress is too short. So she actually has to pull to bend down. She has to pull it over her. Yeah. Not a crouching outfit. Definitely not a crouching outfit to pull it over her unmentionables. And by the way, y'all. Rose looks fucking gorgeous. Oh, she does. I wish, yeah. I hope, I have, I, unlike Sean Robinson, I wish the best for her. And I really I wish, mean that. <laughs> I really mean that. Yo, that's what I was going to say. Thank you. Y'all probably, it's too late now, but we have Sissy Caroline has been making bingo cards for each 90 Day Fiance tell all. I think she will. I'm just going to say this. She made one for part one and part two. So I'm assuming. <laughs> We're volunteering she, her to so do it again I'm for a, three and four. So I'm pretty sure she's going to do it. Sorry, Caroline. So if I you, know you have a baby. <laughs> what, but sorry, you know what? You, we all have our quote babies in babies. life. You started it. You started it, Caroline. Don't look at me. So she has made a, uh, she has made a bingo card. So babies. Check either if you're in the Sissy Squad, we post it on our Facebook group. Um, it's also on our Insta. It's also on our Insta. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah, com- uh, th- honestly, most of these bingo cards would be completely full by about halfway through. Um, uh, yeah, I think my favorite. What was it? I have to look up and see. I think. Uh, oh wait, you. 
I'll look on the Instagram why you, but uh, I'm trying to think of some of my favorite. Get on your mic. I think I'm looking at some of my, here it is, favorite things. I really loved, uh, she had just uh, one of the, oh, we had this. She said one of the bingo was irrelevant guest. We got that. (laughs) Uh, Fraudacity, we got that. I I really enjoyed Wrath of Meemaw. Yep, we got that. We got that. Um, um, what else? Um, we get some great Sean Robinson quotes. We'll have um, to leave this here. I'm. We also got. I'm done. I'm yeah. done. Um, yeah. And then as we got, well, I hope the two of you resolve your issues. Sean Robinson <laughs> literally said that. <laughs> she we literally said that after Ed. And, or, or no, she actually said, what did she say? Is it on the bingo card? Um, I, I, she, she did say what is going on. I, I, I loved it when all of this Ed and Liz DeBacco and Sean says, well, I hope there's some healing down the line. <laughs> and it was the, it was so awful. Like all the cast members are, their mouths are just open. And Sean just goes, well, I hope there's some healing out there for everybody. <laughs> and, and they're but, all just shocked. Anyway, I jumped and let the me gun. Just, Go ahead and talk about it. Let me have just said what's happened in that. Basically, Ed's reaction to getting called out here and being found out is Ed's – she's like, well, Ed, when did you not call her? And Ed's like, speak English. Already awful talking to awful. talking to Because Rose says – Rose says he's always asking me to FaceTime and wants to video call with me. And then Ed basically says the immortal words of Ross on Friends, we were on a break. Uh, And you know how well that worked on Friends. (laughs) So, y'all, it's just never a good thing to say. When you cheat, you cheat. (laughs) You cheat, you cheat. We all should say... If you didn't watch it, he didn't say speak English to Rose, which would be horrible. No, he said it to Liz. He said it to Liz when she said, you just lied in front of everyone and said you weren't in communication with her. And that's where he said, sit down, Jesus Christ, speak English. And, and that's then, when he talked about the mask of Ed dropped on television. Yep, when, he, when he's actually humiliated with what he's done. And he can't argue with it. And then he says one of the worst things. Um, he says... Basically, he's to keep saying to her, here we go. Liz is always because this is this is how she gets. And then y'all basically just trying to eviscerate her after and instead of trying to defend himself, he's trying, trying to, to character assassinate her. And then he basically she's Sean says, Robinson you know, I, even said, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I thought you're done. Go no, ahead. go ahead. I love when Sean Robinson actually said, Ed, you can rattle off everything Liz does, but when I ask you, you can't remember anything. Right. No. That was a Sean good one. Sean levels him. Sean did the best on this version of part, part of the tell-all that I've seen her do in probably two tell-alls. I agree. I agree. I think she refereed pretty well. Um, I think – after the last, after the part one of the last tell all, when, when she was just like, what the fuck is happening? Someone, uh, they gave her a little bit of a, uh, adrenaline boost when she went back. They yeah. gave her, pop, yeah. popped an EpiPen in her leg. Um, yeah. and Liz basically says, well, Ed, I just don't have any respect for you anymore. And then Ed says, give me back my ring. 
And that's when everyone in the cast went, whoa. And Kim goes, you're a dick, yo. <laughs> and then that's when, right after that is when Sean Robinson, too responsive, you're a dick, yo, went, well, I hope there's well, some healing down the line. <laughs> it's, it's, y'all, it's laughable because there's, it's the way that we, she said it that it's, 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 it's almost making fun of the situation. Yeah, it she is. She might as well have just says, well, moving on. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I don't know why they – it's almost like they enjoy the, – the editing staff loves fucking Sean with this because I don't know why they just don't go to commercial on those kind of things. So Sean doesn't have to work so hard to do the it next is, thing. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> she has to work extra hard because they do – just goes – They actually – well, I guess there's some going to be some healing. <laughs> healing. And then they actually go to break. So she could just say, all right, then we're going to take a break. Uh, like it's, I, I, I think, I think part of it is, and I, I talked about this on our Patreon is I think Sean's idea, her intention, and I'm saying this, and I don't know if this is the show's intention, but I think her as a host is to try to let these people get their problems out. And from that, there will be some type of resolution or some type of healing. healing. And I'm here to say that's garbage. Stop doing it. It's laughable. The more she does it, the bigger it is. is. That's not what a tell-all is. I just think, I think they... If they could get her to drop that, it would feel less. It just feels false. It puts a, mora- it puts a morality on the tell-all, yeah. which I don't think we need. Cut it out. Cut Give me more fights. <laughs> Dave Coulier, cut it out. So they do take this break, and that's where, like, Jenny, like, just full-on. Jenny is like says to Liz, she's like, don't get married. Don't get married. It's not going to last. <laughs> And Jenny and Jovi is talking. This is where we get more like. Andre says he's a dirtbag. Andre says he's a dirtbag. Angela's sitting outside on a tree somewhere with Jen the Lips smoking a cigarette. I hate Um, water. (laughs) I hate water. The most Angela thing that's ever said. You got some top. You get some. You got. You got some Mountain Dew. You know, that's my mother. She made me go look for her at Diet Cherry Dr. Pepper in the hospital at UT Southwestern because she's like, I don't want water. And I'm like, but you need it. You just had probes put in your brain. Isn't it? It's so weird because I was, I think, raised on water. But I know that's a strange thing to say now because bottled, the bottled water craze just wasn't as big as it was when we were kids. No, but- when you were when you were younger... I think for my family, it was probably more of a poverty thing. They were raised poor and probably just had water. So the fact that they could afford soda or iced tea and have those things. Mm. I just was given water um, and we could have, sometimes we had iced tea. It was unsweetened, but sodas were not a thing. Um, Yeah, we've heard. (laughs) And occasionally we would get Diet Coke if my mother let us. Or diet right. Yet, I loved a good diet right. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, your mother drank Diet Coke all the time. Yeah, in front of us. <laughs> but we were children, so what were we going to say? What were we going to say? We already know about your constriction of sugar and the lament yeah. of Poodle and the ballad of sugar cereals. <laughs> we, that was a story. 
There could just oh, be I a love those sip. variety packs. God. <laughs> I'll never forget my brother one time hid the really good ones. Because we could choose. Um, and my brother hid like the sugar smacks and the apple jacks. Which were the like, and so the only like the total and the raisin brand were left. <laughs> and I was like, "Was this all that's left?" And my brother's like, "Yeah, I guess." And I was like, "I saw him eating apple jacks later." I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I don't know. I just saw this one." It of course led to a fight where someone got bruised. <laughs> And then my mother had to be responsible, like, I guess I'm going to have to supervise how this is going to work now. I'm not even going to buy these anymore. How about that? (laughs) The trauma. The trauma. Y'all, those those cereal variety packs were serious business in my household. We have to move on. We need to. Fucking Raisin Bran. (laughs) Give me total before raisin bran. Okay, we have to. <laughs> when you were starting talking about total, I don't even think they make yeah, that we, anymore. <laughs> I think they do. <laughs> Cereal has changed very little. Um, where are we? Anyway. So Angela's sitting down, um, and Yara I hate water. <laughs> Yara even's like she's not bad because she Angela is the queen, so they're kind of shit talking to Angela, um, yeah. and so. In a brilliant, a brilliant move, Angela comes back to the studio. Kim fucking goes, Kimberly fucking goes and talks to Angela. And I went. It was a smart move. I went, girl, you are smart. And Kim basically says, look, look, I don't like what Usman said. I don't like what Usman said. It it wasn't respectable. But, you know, but don't feel sorry for me, girl. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. All Nigerians are not bad. All Nigerians are not bad. Not everyone is his fault. So she didn't really tell her to get back with Michael or anything like that. She just kind of said like. She was basically saying, I'm on your side. It was a really smart move because as soon as it it was actually really smart, uh, just from a producer perspective, because as soon as Angela thinks that no one on the stage is against her, because she almost forgot about Usman. We that's yeah. not even true. As soon as she under as soon as she thinks that people understand her, she's not gonna start yelling at her. But she actually, you know, the rest of the tell-all, y'all, we're gonna get past some stuff. Angela just listens. She doesn't say anything else. It is, or, it is if she thinks she's challenged um or someone's against her. It's, I, but I think she thought she was going to come for Usman and that Kimberly was then going to try to come for her. I agree she with that. She wanted to put, because you know, Angela feels yeah. like I'm going to put other women in their place. And that's the deal. Kimberly with the diffused bu- it. Here's the deal with the bully, y'all. If you don't engage with a bully, exactly. they have nothing to bully you about. And just so she dropped the rope. We are back and it is Angela and Michael time. And because she was cyber sheeting with that other woman because we saw Texas. We saw um, Texas and, and voice notes. <laughs> I love Angela using these words that feel like just like she's speaking. I don't well, know Estonian. Well, <laughs> and like, been, these weird words. It just she's been talking to Ricky. 
Ricky at Hazelhurst Cellular has been teaching her all these tech words. He sent voice notes and my really good friend, which has been identified, you guys, as kind of gossip bottom feeder John Yates. Um, don't come for us. I don't, we don't know you. I'm sure you're lovely. <laughs> I wish I'm, you all the best. <laughs> I don't, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I don't want to start a feud. We, we don't know him. But I, I don't know him at all. He, he's really good at kind of like inserting himself in drama. Um, I think what you mean by like, is that he gets like, I mean, you know, he gets like, he gets the trash of the trash dirt from people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he gets in there and rolls around in it. And that's his prerogative. I We don't want to do it, but yeah. that's that's who our friend is. So I roll around in stuff in my personal life. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Uh, very true. So, y'all, and as soon as... As soon as this happens, as soon as she realized that she can't really attack anybody on the stage, she breaks down. She does break and down. This is y'all, and she says it later in the tell-all. She hates crying in front of people because the last thing you're talking about a bully, the last thing a bully wants is to be perceived as weak. That's true. And she can't help it. She's she's mad at herself too. It well, um, it all kind of comes to a culmination whenever they play the voice message oh. for everyone. He says, and I love you. the whole thing. And then they stop and everybody in the cast is just looking mouth agape. And when we come back from this commercial, we will talk about their reactions. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See... Now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. 
They looked like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining 
To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. All right, so we're back from commercial. Real quick, before we talk about the reactions, y'all, y'all have come at us about a show, and we want to talk about. We it are really aware quick, of it. <laughs> just so y'all stop messaging us, which is we're actually. That sounds like I don't want. I love it when y'all message us about. Oh, yeah. I watched this show. Like that's the point. We're here to talk but about that. We love it, oh, we, but we got when the hundred messages. When I get DM number three hundred, uh, <laughs> we're like, we got it. <laughs> yeah. That's... We we know about this new show. A lot of gays are upset, kind of us included, at least I'm included, that the new season of Drag Race yeah, came I, out. I'm, I'm too. And it's 30 minutes shorter, and it's on MTV now. We're super excited about that, but they cut it fucking 30 minutes for this the Real new... Friends of WeHo. It's a real gay reality show. It's with Todrick Hall. Well, it's, it's the Brad, Brad Gresky is the, the kind of like, is the, like this Lauren Conrad. I don't know much about him, but I liked he... him. <laughs> He seems like he's. I, I, he was. He was, he was first seen on the Rachel Zoe project, and he's a judge um, on at least uh, last season of Canada's Drag Race, and he was a great yeah. judge on that show. Um, but Todrick is the kind of second who I'd rather after Todrick being on Celebrity Big Brother, uh, and just a couple other things that have come out about his business practices and things like that. And both of us know people who've worked with him. Um, Who's on it? James Vaughn. I like James Vaughn. He's a host, and he yeah. dates Jonathan Bennett. I like no, him. Aren't they? Aren't they? Are they married? married? They're married. Yeah, they're married. Yeah. Um, James, I really like him. He's funny. Um, I don't know the other people. There's yeah, Chris I don't Hamilton, either. Dorian Renaud, now Renaud, and then a Joey, Joey Zalzig. Zalzig. Um, there is what is so y'all. We know about the show. I we don't think we have time to cover the whole show. And honestly, we kind of we want to. We're not going to be able to do this whole show, so we've already it's got. It's going to be a by curious option for January. Yes, um, but y'all, there's great tea that like that. Chris Salvatore, Chris Salvatore, who does like he's a really hot guy who's in all these like he was in Hallmark movies and like what was he in that gay? Was he in a Hallmark movie? Yeah, I think he was like in a Hallmark movie. Um, what was the gay movie he was in that was really popular that he was really he was in? Oh, it was a while back. You should know. Yeah. You worked at the gay bookstore. No, I. But he's in. He was in like a couple. He was in eating out. Eating, uh, eating out, out like yes. one of those eating out. But he was. He was also on Fire Island as someone's friend. Remember? Yes. He was on and was like and he cried a little bit. But he's also been y'all. He's been around. He's dated around. Uh, he also does like lube. Every, <laughs> he's he also he also has an OnlyFans, which I'm fine. Do your OnlyFans, and you're upfront about it. But there were three gays who ref- he was he was contracted to be on the show, and three of the members of that cast refused to film with him because he had an OnlyFans. Come Fuck on, them. Fuck them! Like there aren't nudes of all of them on the internet. Fuck them. Fuck. You know what? I'd rather you have an OnlyFans than be Todrick Hall and ask people to be on your fucking music videos because they're Amen. a fan and not, and not fucking pay them. So, I have I have seen the dick pics of your soul, and they are dark. <laughs> yeah, I just 
that's kind of my main thing of that show. I think he's stupid, talented, crazy, t- and I do think he works hard. You Todd Hall? I just don't want to watch a redemption show about Todrick Hall who treats people horribly in this business. You you should have you you never saw that celebrity big brother and the the No, the but I already knew from what people have talked about, like he treats people horribly. So maybe he's yeah. got it. I don't know him personally. I'm not talking about him as a person. I'm just saying his behavior is not something it's just whatever. Of course, we're about to talk about Angela and Michael. So you know what? <laughs> I need to shut the fuck up. Um, so after that, this is this kind of cheating thing. And this is the first time she, she's made, uh, references to it all the time about he's got these other bitches and, but she never elaborated. She never elaborated. And, and we always thought she was just talking out her ass. It's so may, did the cast. Yeah. And the, the cast just, it went finally. And she says, she says he was doing this the whole time. And yes. she doesn't go on any more than that. And the whole and Usman, even Usman, who was her biggest critic, said, "I'm really shocked that he was he, cheating." Yeah, he said, "I see now why you don't want him on social media." And Libby said, "Libby like said that's really wrong." Like and uh, and Michael starts to defend himself, saying, "Is this this random lady?" <laughs> Angela's like, well, "She's a whore." The She's first a whore. Thing. We find out he was doing this whenever. They were in bed, and he left bed and went downstairs and did this while Angela was in the bed. Yeah, and uh, and then Sean says, "Was this woman American?" And I'm like, "They're going to twist this knife even more." And of course, she is. And Michael says, "Yes, she was American, but I was just I was just being polite. Uh, but I went too far. I truly admit it. You know, I've tried to explain myself." That if I've been caught cheating with I was being polite, and it never works. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, they sucked my dick, so I wanted to suck theirs. I Just, you know. Yeah. A dick for a dick, an eye for an eye. Yeah. It's in the Bible. Yeah, it's just being polite, really. It's in the Bible. Being a good I watched, citizen. I, li- I listened to this re- this podcast that said Jesus doesn't care if you suck the dick, so I sucked the dick. And Jesus is like, bravo. You're bravo. good at that, boy. <laughs> um, and, and then she asked, are you together? And the weird thing about this, and Angela says, yes, but I'm really confused. And at that point... Can't believe anything now. She's in a place where you just go, she can't go back because she's built it up to her. She even says that. I've built it up to my grandkids because the one thing Angela can't be known as, as someone who was duped. She can't be a fool. She doesn't want to be a fool. And admitting that Michael cheated on her and making it real and breaking up with him would be fully believing it. Oh, yeah. And so, y'all, the the relationship is over only in the way that she's carrying on with it. Yeah. She has the power to say no, but she won't because she doesn't even made a fool of. And she's sitting there saying, like, and I don't know what to do because if I go to, if I let him go to the States, like, what will happen? Will he... Will he just, I can't control him when he gets here. Or she didn't say mm-hmm. control him. She does. It, it, it doesn't, it, I just want to say this. It doesn't make the way Angela has treated Michael okay. Not at all. No, no, by any means. it's abusive. Not at all. She's been horrible to him. Horrible. But at the same but time, I can't under- say, well, she deserved it. Well, but also what, yeah. And what I feel like is, um, she wasn't crazy. 
Like where she was coming from was a seed of truth all along. And did she react to it in a completely inappropriate, abusive way? 100% full stop. Yeah. But now, like, here we have been, like, we were on that of, you know, she's just, Angela's just being Angela. She's being crazy. She's being this. She's being that. Um, people called her a lot of things. Um, and I don't, and I think this just makes, it makes you understand her a bit more. I haven't seen her in this light in three seasons yeah in this kind of in this way um and and even even kim Kim, michael's it's like sean says have there been other women and michael's like and kim's like suck your suck your teeth all you want but um uh but you're wrong you're in the wrong yeah you're wrong so now kim is defending angela yes and y'all Angela didn't leave Renee in Nigeria. We <laughs> actually get to she's back from that. We thought she was dead in Nigeria because she. So we're bringing out Renee, who looks great, by the way. Renee looks yeah. great. Um, and so Angela this comes is out. An actual friend. She's not actually a friend. It's an acquaintance. She paid. <laughs> she paid yeah. the bathroom attendant to smoke. She manipulated her with not cake, but cigarettes. 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 And so she comes out and. Renee said, this was a very insightful conversation. And I thought, this is smart. She said, listening to Michael talk, he lets all the negative come to Angela. He lets her take a lot of the negative. And And what's weird is, just to follow up with that, she said, you know, I don't realize how much she's not said. And Angela's like, almost, it's kind of compelling because Angela's like, I protect him. And so... A lot of this has to be girl, with girl, girl. Protect yourself. Protect yourself, girl. <laughs> protect yourself um, before you wreck yourself. Then we, uh, then we find that uh, Sean Robinson says it's almost like Sean is there to deal out the to dole out the truth. Now Sean's like, well, it looks like that Michael is back on Instagram, and she's like, no, no you're he's not. not. No, you're not. Well, first she says, no, he's not, and in other words, I would know. And everyone, the, all, all the cast is like, what? What? <laughs> and then, and he, and Michael's like, no, it's not me. It's an imposter. And and that's that so be formal. It's an imposter. And I imagine just Michael with a mustache. It's an imposter. <laughs> it's an imposter. And they are, and apparently the brain trust at TLC is going to try to verify the account. Uh, we the, never find that out. But <laughs> the three squirrels they've got running social media. But it's different because, I mean, we find this out of the, y'all, this tell-all is also different too because they literally stop filming this tell-all and then they have a whole night and they're all going to come back and film the tell-all again tomorrow. So yeah. can you imagine what these poor fucking PAs and producers have to oh go through? God. That They are up all Non-stop. night working and recreating content and vetting this stuff. Um, so it's kind of also- smart in a way, actually, because a lot, if anybody tries to bring up something on the tell-all, at least in the beginning... TLC is like going to come with receipts. No, and I the I had a problem with the kind of one on ones and the housewives format, but the them filming we're going to talk about this in a minute that kind of like drinks and like hors d'oeuvres thing that was genius. That was genius. I like that. Um, it was the beginning that I didn't like. You know what it is? It's almost taking a little bit of format of like married at first sight too. They're getting all the couple or love is blind. They're getting all the couples together. Yeah. Kind of. Um, 
they they moved to talk of money, and it sounds like he said he's been sending money to someone. So what? Think about the turn of this. Now they're saying that Angela gives Michael money, or Angela or Michael is making his own money, and Michael is sending the money elsewhere. That and it's staggering. They, well, they didn't answer that. We don't know. Sean says, "Did you have a separate bank account?" Michael says, "No." And finally, we get Angela's special guest, <laughs> Uncle Steve. I have an Uncle Steve, but it's not mine. This is Uncle Stephen from Come Nigeria. On in, Uncle Stephen from Nigeria this is, again. A relevant guest who has an extremely bright purple hat on. He does. Um, and it's actually based- smart of Angela to bring him in, but it's also sad because it's Angela like trying to hold on and manipulate Michael to be mm-hmm. in a relationship with her. And, and Michael just- starts deferring immediately, saying, Yes, sir, yes, sir, because that's a yeah. male authority figure. And and he and Uncle Steven says, Why have you had an affair? It's an abomination. I re- and Angela. They basically, they, they ask Angela, they're like, do you regret anything you did? And of course, y'all, Angela's not going to regret anything now that she No, because they show the video of the car, the yeah. horrible thing where she's, and she says, I don't regret any of my actions. And Uncle Steven said, you should feel, he said, I feel embarrassed that you are so upset that she surprised you. She's your wife. And mm-hmm. even some of the other cast members are like, yeah, what's normal about that? And I wanted to say, <laughs> let's back this up a little bit. They have the worst fucking takes. I'm Ugh. like, she didn't surprise him to be like, knock, knock. Hey, honey. She I'm rolled here. up brought, on him in she Nigeria. Rolled up and fucked his car up, which is yeah. how he makes money. No, it's so, really bad. So I'm not going to give that to Angela that she's just, is she? Can a wife just surprise someone? Sure, but not in this way. Like, come honey, on, honey, I'm y'all. home. <laughs> honey, I'm home. I, uh, I I took out your headlight. A a a surprise is I came home early for my business trip, um, and you knew I was coming. Uh, again, still not something I enjoy because I've probably have a guest over. So should have told. He me. Usually does. It's why Poodle hates surprises, y'all. <laughs> hates. Them. I need to know. He needs to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they basically and and Uncle but yeah, Stephen I think you brought says, this up. I just yeah, let's talk about how he puts like the moral like this is an abomination. Says, it's sinful. an abomination, and I'm going to make sure the whole family knows about this, and they're going to talk to you about this. And y'all, that's the worst thing because now Michael is going to be shamed by his family. Um, and the weirdest thing is Sean because says, we have to remember y'all. They're married, full stop. Yep. If they were date, if he was dating her, they would yeah, probably say, "Doesn't matter, leave her." He's married in Nigeria, so yep. they might not be married in the U.S. per se legally, but they're fucking married in their culture. Yep. And for him to do this to his wife is culturally, it, it yeah, would be it's... like if Usman did this if he was actually married to Kimberly. The mom, they would all change their story yep. because he's married now. They're married. Um, then Sean says. Do you anybody here think that Angela may be a little responsible for this too? None of the cast said anything. Again, terrible oh, takes. Now, terrible Yara take. said, "Well, I think she's a bully, so she may be responsible." I want to clear this up. I, I, we've said this before about cheating. It's never just the the other person's fault. Cheating. The person who is cheating is getting is trying to find something they are not getting, but it doesn't make it 
the fault of the person who's cheated on. Yeah, and I think if fault's a triggering word for you, you're like it's responsibility. I think the responsibility right. is in um is in is in it's both somewhat parties. Both parties, yes. Yeah. Um so to call Michael blameless in all this because it or he cheated because of her neglect is not that's no bueno. We, we, don't, be we don't talk about this. And it could be not what you did to your other person. It could be something, a responsibility that you didn't do for yourself. That, right, like, exactly. It, that's what we're saying. It's and coming so, from something in you. If you're cheating, there's something in you, not what the other person did, that that is you made that decision. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but Renee doesn't think that she, but I thought Yara said, I think he's wrong. But she, let's be honest, she is not nice to him. And Bilal. That is true. That's true. And and then they kind of start to talk about it and it all turns it all you think it's going to kind of rev Angela up and then Bilal just says, "Well, I think he's in love with that other girl." And all that conversation about Angela being a bully it, stops because Angela is like everybody goes, "Whoa." It's so interesting because the more and the more it becomes real to her, there's no angry Angela anymore. There's oh, she's just... just so hurt. And Angel said this was in the text message that she got from, because basically like her friend. He invited her to Valentine's Day. And Michael's like, yeah, but she didn't come. So Valen he admits it. Times. She did say hey. times. Yeah, she did say times. Sorry. <laughs> but Angela just starts crying. She starts going to cry. And Kim goes, girl, don't cry. Don't cry. Don't you give him your tears. You don't, you you don't give him the tears. Don't you do it. Pull it together. Pull it together. And, and for one reason, at one point, Shada just, if you saw Shada just looking around the stage and Shada's like, fuck, I don't have real problems. Yeah. <laughs> Even with this motherfucker. Shada's like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, and, uh, and and Sean Sean asked, "Do you still want Michael to come to the U.S.?" And she's like, "I don't know." And and then she said, "Will you ever trust him a hundred percent?" And I I agree, it's never. And uh, and she hasn't pulled the visa yet. And basically, she's like, "I can't talk about this anymore." I, I she she kind of hits her breaking point. She kicks off her shoes and y'all. She, she says, "I'm broken." That's the last of Angela. I this this tell all. So here's what. I think she'll come back for other people. Me too. But what do you think? You and I have both said, we both said that we believed Angela and Michael love one another. I think she what, loves him. And what I are think your thoughts he on does. This? So uh, this is what I ask you. Did Michael, did Michael love her at one time, but because of her, as if we're looking at responsibility, because of Angela's horribly abusive behavior towards him, did that make him realize I need to find an out or because Michael said, I'm going to move to America and be stuck with her bullying me. I or think, did he do a con all along? I think there's something in the middle. I would have said it was most likely not any of that until he said, once I get in the U S and get Angie settled, we can be together. That's so does that let you, so you, so I kind of think it's, yeah, I'm, I don't know whether to think, but I don't, I don't think this was a con from the beginning. I agree. It's not. I think she... I think she, it's slowly... He, and he, he, that's part of what Angela said, that because she was so horrible to him, does a part of her think, like, I created this? 
I don't know. I don't know if she has that much awareness. I don't know if she has that much awareness. Honestly. I think she's so confused right now uh, yeah. that it actually became real. And like I said, the worst thing is being made a fool of. Um, and so it's going to take her a long time to believe that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, shall we talk uh, about... Liebel. I think it's... Liebel. It's Lieb and Andre. Um, and again, she looks... Libby, look, Libby looks great. We said this before. She looks great. Dress is awesome. Uh, Andre is so happy about her singing. We, we, I did a, a little version of that earlier. Um, they talk a and, little bit, a little bit like people are trolls. There's a lot of talk about social media and stuff. This tell all that's where they're we really are integrating that. And Sean's like, what do you think of the trolls? And they're like, fuels my fire. Hashtag I'm strong. doesn't all matter. Y'all let's just bring out Becky and Charlie. Cause that's what we all want to talk about. Yeah. Okay. We mentioned this on part one. Y'all, Becky's wearing this kind of, it's that genie in a bottle, <laughs> Christina Aguilera yeah. Yeah. scarf for a yeah. top yeah. thing. It's her midriff is there. And when she's, st- we, I, I said this before, standing looks great. Although there's a weird necklace under it that I still don't understand how there's a necklace underneath the top. It's a lot. It's it just and and then when she sits, however, y'all, either she didn't double side tape it or something doesn't really fit her. But this is a standing outfit. It does mm. not look good once you are sitting. It like it wrinkles like her bunches, she's sitting. Yeah. Her boob kind of falls like it looks lopsided. <laughs> her she's got some underboob. Underboob like it just doesn't look good. And she looked beautiful. I think she looked really nice standing up. Yep. Um, it's Liz not a when, standing, it's a standing outfit. As Liz said, when yep. she walked out, wow, this family's beautiful. They're a pretty family, but this was not good. Not yep. good. Not good. Yeah, it was, I think it might have been the fashion fail of of the episode. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> it was, it's, it's the normal at first of Charlie coming out, charlie just being Charlie yep. saying, why are you calling me a drunk when y'all get drunk too? Does didn't this have didn't this have the rancor of why do you say I'm an alcoholic when you get a drink? It it's almost like he's like, well, what if I what if, if I stop drinking, uh, you guys are still gonna drink? That's not fair. What? Yeah, bro, that's bro, 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 bro. And don't call me bro. You're not my when brother. Yeah, <laughs> you're loser. Has anybody ever seen its own Veep when Selena Meyer would make fun of um, the Matt Walsh character? The, the would, would he go, baby, baby. <laughs> and he would do him. He's like, that's not a really good impersonation of how I speak. And she would go, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> it was just the funniest thing. And she, every time he was, she's like, that's childish. And he would go, he would go, da, da. <laughs> Good show. You never have you ever watched all of it? I've not. Oh, it's I fabulous! One episode because I went out and auditioned for it. But we were seen. we were living in Veep this last week, y'all. We were living in Veep. We were, <laughs> we were. Julie Louis Dreyfus even even tweeted if these if the Republican Party doesn't win doesn't win some kind of award, I'm resigning from the Academy. <laughs> It was pretty spectacular. Um, so anyway, anyway, so 
But it, I don't. We don't need to go by blow by blow at first because it literally is just Andre and Charlie fighting. There is a bit of Libby does confirm, like she does say, "I feel like since my husband came to America, they've um, always been at his throat." And yeah. I think another important thing in here is. Sean full on asks Libby, she's like, so did you think the problem with your family started with Andre? And Libby says, no, there my was a family was toxic Andre. and a rift before Andre. Charlie and them don't seem really to, Becky's somewhat on, no, has acknowledged that and other times, but not really I, in the tort. I want to know the gritty details of this. Well, I... It was coming out like the mother, we found out Andre said, wanted to take Charlie to a rehab clinic. Yeah, that, that's at, new. And, and asked for Andre's help. Right. Um, and Charlie made no response to this. He did not. Um, and uh, and Joey's like, well, dude, maybe you should inter- change the way you're interacting with, with her, like, blah, blah, blah. And Joby's still, I think they're telling Joby to go at Andre because it never makes any sense why Joby would kind of... Uh, Throw away Joby bro code. Say, like, yeah, because Charlie tries to say, you were drunk when you talked to my mom. And like Joe even talks about like, yeah, you were pretty drunk when you talked to him. And I went, because I, I like, remember, no, you know, because I like no drunk people. And I know I like how drunk no, people are. I'm sober. <laughs> but I don't feel like Andre was drunk when he talked to his mother. I don't really I remember that. that vibe. I, yeah, I think in the weird. And then Ed jumps in and says, you are, you're always drunk. You're always. And it's like, pick your battles. He would end you, you piece he of would, shit. But yeah, he says that to Andre. Yeah. Like you're all, it, and it just didn't make sense. It kind of all, we see the video where Becky said, hopefully he gets sent back. And Becky's like, I smiled. Can you not see that was a joke? <laughs> that was a joke. And Libby was like, what a stupid thing to say. Yeah. Um, it's, and you know, Sean asked, how do you feel about Joe? They're just kind of fighting and fighting and fighting. I think it really, it nothing gets resolved until things didn't get interesting until they bring on Emil, attorney. Emil, law. the the lawyer who if who was at his like housewarming. <laughs> yeah, I think she's the best attorney we've seen on Night of I, Fiance. And, and she's also, I think she's there. She's definitely there from a place, and she is his attorney. At one point, she's like, she doesn't look happy to be there. At one point, she's like, uh, Andre, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you. Don't say anything that may hurt your chances legally. And I was like, you're an actual lawyer. <laughs> She's an actual lawyer. Yes, yes, yes. And um, Emil said, you know, I like that Emil said, well, Sean said, so what could be the reason? She's like, well, possibly Andre could be flagged for some conflict or moral issues. And before she can even get it out, Andre's like, that's not the problem. <laughs> I am a wonderful person. Wonderful, beautiful person. And that, uh, or he could have a complaint anonymously. And Becky but she said, says it have to be a credible source. It can't right. just be Anonymous. anyone. And and Becky said, maybe this is something that happened in the U.S. before Libby. We do know they acted like it was weird. Sean acted like she's never heard of this. Andre was in the U.S. before. Was he, in the U.S. before. Yeah. I like, by the way, when they brought up it could be a, it has to be a credible source. Could you like how shadows like really? And Bilal was like, yeah, they can do that. That's messed up. And his head is thinking like. Oh, fuck, is my ex-wife going to do this? Because y'all remember that woman <laughs> hates Shida. Shida. She hates her. Shahida hates Shida. It's a piece of work. Um, and uh, anyway, she, he stayed too long as visa. That's, that's basically the reason. 
And the lawyer said, well, it could be the family. And the Emil said, Let, before I go, I just want to say, it is a felony to make a false allegation. And y'all, the both podcasts go, oh, oh. <laughs> and, 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 and even Becky goes, puts her arms up, goes, ooh, scary. Yeah. And I went, but oh my God, did one of y'all do this? You know, I don't know. I've thought that this was fake for a while. Um, I, it is weird. It is weird that Andre would not get, even though he has a child and one on the way, they would not give him a green card. Um, It is as Yara brought up. I got my tenure. And so, so um, it, but Emil says, I do agree with Charlie that Andre does attract a lot of negativity. Yeah. Um, and so that could have triggered someone to complain about him. And Sean Robinson asked, who believes there's a mole? And Kim, <laughs> Jenny, course. Kim, Jenny, and Liz all raise their hand. They're all tinfoil hatties. <laughs> and Jenny's like, maybe they're just fed up. They want them gone. Want them gone. Um, and Becky even says that would break my heart because I know she would leave with him. Um, and Libby, and they asked Libby, he says, do you have anything to say? And this is where I thought she might be conciliatory, but she went, well, I have nothing to say. I'm happier now than I've ever been. Now that I'm distant from my family. <laughs> she full on says that. Woo. She full on says that. And then, um, we get a famous fame. I will say Andre does. It, what 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 would really solve a lot of this? Andre does need to learn how to communicate. He is a yeah. horrible communicator. Not interrupt he people. He does bully yeah. and talk over everyone. And I think if he learned to just shut his fucking beautiful mouth and actually listen to someone, <laughs> he doesn't listen at I'd all. Shut it for him. He doesn't listen at. I have to say, Libby gets a special place in heaven because he's super hot, but. It would be exhausting to be a married dude. Oh, it would be awful. I totally agree. It would be awful. No, you step a you you stuff a sock in his mouth. Yeah, just and so <laughs> but so Sean Robinson says, "Well, I don't think we're going to resolve anything today. <sighs> Put that one on your bingo cards. Put it on the bingo cards." And so, but then Andre and Becky this they is kinda, the until the tell-all's officially over of that day. Yeah, oh yeah, the tell-all's over. They're going to go home this night, y'all. And do whatever and then come back tomorrow. But Becky and Andre kind of have this. Said moment. we should communicate more. Um, I don't want, I, I, I love you and Libby. We'll work it out. And Andre, this Andre's basically says, we'll work it out. We're going to make it work. Cause we I have can, seen pictures of them now together. Like yeah. They just family. had something. They just had an event recently with the sisters were, were there. Yeah. The sisters were there. Um, we will fix it. We will fix it. And then he's like, and then Andre walks off and says, I think this cult they call family is ruining them all. <laughs> so, okay. Small steps. Um, so they all go home. And now look, they're paired they're, up with someone. They're paired up. So this is when it got weird. It's kind of like, who's your three legged race partner? <laughs> yes. Cause it's Kim, Shida and Liz. It's yeah. Ed and Bilal. Blech. And then it's, it's the only one who would ride with Ed. Like who's most objectionable. And it's, An I wrote Charlie and Angel, but it's not Charlie. It's Angela. Andre. And Andre. Andre. Yeah. I wrote Charlie. Yeah. They were having a good time. And she's like, let's go get Charlie. 
And I think, which meant, let's go get w- wasted. <laughs> That's what she meant. And Andre, or let's go yeah. do a Charlie. Yeah. And it was like, Andre, Andre said, I was feeling really bad for you. Uh, I, and Andre even says, and I get this. I've, I've, there's a difference. He said, I get someone has sex with someone one time. Yeah. But this continuous emotional affair of I love you, I love you. He's like, that's no. He's like, and Andre said, he's going to come here and drop you in two weeks. <laughs> What's interesting is these two strangely have the most in common with their style. And, yeah. uh, and they were both talking over each other. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. it was just like, no one's ever going to get a word in. Nope, not at all. Uh, and then this Ed and Bilal, uh, you're still in shock. And even, even Bilal is like, you're going to have to learn to fight better because that wasn't good. The grossest, yeah. <laughs> the, grossest, ugh, the grossest part to me was Ed said, I was mad. Everybody was pouncing on me. And Bilal's like, I've been there. Uh, I wish they would have just like some just a semi truck would have taken him out. (laughs) I would have stood up and applauded. Like at the beginning of Six Feet Under, please. Um Okay, so y'all they all go to a rooftop. Die hard explosion. (laughs) And so of course it's an open bar. Um and it's interesting how Liz says is it to Angela? I forgot. She, she says, I had the wrong impression of you. Or was yeah. it Kimberly? She said it to Angela, I think. Yeah. Uh, Liz, I, under, I underestimated Angela. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're, they're all sitting at this table together. And uh, Yara is like, here, the, Yara and Angela were kind of at odds. And now you see Yara is like, Angela, Michael's the person who needs to be here. So we can, like, basically, so we can roast him. Yeah. Um, that's when Andre was smoking. Um, we have this sadly, we've got to go into it because it involves other people. But yeah. Ed and Liz go upstairs to talk, and Ed is doing like his whole I'm not trying Ugh. to lie to you. This I just is... I really can't remember. Y'all, please gaslighter. If your gaslighter. partner ever behaves remotely like this, your relationship is toxic. You need, and it's, I don't think this is fixable. Um, no, I, I he can't, says, it's, it, it, it would, it, if you, if you're a survivor of one of these relationships, watching a scene like this should make chills run down your spine. Yeah. It's, it it's, it's hard to watch. If you relate to this, get out of your relationship. It's not exactly. That's Even it. Yara says, I can't hear anymore. I'm big and it pisses me off and everything. And I fucking hate him and no one else. And, and I think that's one of our memes that <laughs> it just yeah. went up. That's how so, everyone feels. That's how everyone feels. Because when Ed said to Liz, he said, everyone's jumping down on me and you're not protecting me. Y'all. <sighs> that's gaslighting, <laughs> gaslighting, gaslighting, gaslighting. So Jovi... Jovi goes to Angela. He's like, well, let's look, let's look on the Instagram. And so they, they're checking the Instagram. Meanwhile, Ed's big thing is he's saying he's trying to, it is very, I want people to, if they watch this to see if they see this in relationships, because he's taking something Liz is doing. Liz is calling him a liar and getting emotional and getting angry. And Ed says, you're performing, you're performing. And the weirdest thing is this is the, Biggest projection because he's the that biggest is, performer of all of them. Y'all, the biggest performer. It's totally remember, like life is a performance for him. 
That is a it, it's a great thing, y'all. If you're in a relationship and your spouse is saying, "You do this, you do this, you do this," ask yourself, "Do I do this or do or they do they? this?" It's just it's because a lot of times, a lot of times, unless it's come to you with a sweet intention, but even then, a lot of times it's projection one hundred one. He is a living overhead projector. And just it, walking it around. And it, it, was, it happens. It happens yeah. when you're in a loving relationship. People say things to you and you go, wait, do I do this? Like I've been in this. It happens all the time. So you give it value because you think this person yeah. loves you. But just ask yourself if they do it. It's And then you know, right after that, we get Angela, who's gone for one part of it, gets filled in on the situation with Liz. And Angela's like, what? You know, already Angela's no fan of as Andre calls him, no. small Ed. Because <laughs> Jovi and Andre are talking, and Jovi's saying yeah. to Andre, look, I know we had our differences, and I said you were all to blame, but let's talk about something else. He doesn't respect women. He doesn't respect said, his wife. I would never talk to my wife to that. And even I never talk to my wife that way. And Andre says, I don't like him even more now. <laughs> and the... Uh, there and Ed basically is telling Jovi to mind his own business. Don't, he calls him a pussy. He tries yeah. to emasculate him. Just, I, I don't, I don't see how anyone who watches this tell-all could buy a Big Ed cameo. Again, I feel like people that buy Big Ed cameos, and I'm just going to be honest when I say this, I feel they don't like watch they, the show. They don't watch. I feel like they buy it because they think Ed looks like a freak show, and they want the funny little man with no neck to do a funny dead cameo on. and dance. You're dead That's on. That's what I think. That's what I think. Which I think is also just as gross. I just I I lament what he's done in this corner of our universe, and it's it sucks that a person who made himself like a cute. I put this on, on quotes, a lovable kind of nerd outcast. This was all a facade. Like I said before, it's all a mask that he wears to reveal the rotting, fetid piece of just human garbage he is inside. It really is. Um, it really is. There's a reason why he, pardon me, he and Bilal are feel, like, feel simpatico with, with one another. Mm-hmm. It's because they're so much alike. It's I think the only difference is, well, there's several differences, but one difference is is that Bilal also has to be in the world in America as a black man, and Ed doesn't, mm-hmm. and so he doesn't have the capital that Ed can get away with. Yeah, and Bilal has a lot more awareness because uh, he's, he's had to because he's had to for his own safety, where Ed hasn't had to do that. Um, at the very end, you guys, chef's kiss to the editors here. It was a good tell. You hear Angela go, excuse me, because she's about to bust his fucking balls. And I'm glad they are turning her loose on him. (laughs) She finally, because Angela is angry and needs to be angry because she was just fucking humiliated on national television and she needs to. And rage they gave her someone. a couple glasses of Kendall Jackson and she's mm-hmm. about to go. She's about to go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We were not happy about this new. Uh, the first of it was 
not great, but this was I, it was I good. I liked to part say, two. <laughs> I liked part two as well. I, I didn't. Did. I liked it in a way. I go get him, lion. Get eat that Christian. <laughs> eat that Christian <laughs> in the in the Coliseum. I did the part one. I didn't like the seventy two hours, forty eight <sighs> hours, twenty four hours. Tedious. Now yeah. when. When Treasure Island does it, that Dawson's still getting fucked 24 hours later, I'm here for it. <laughs> How do you like that callback? Y'all, you think you know how Dawson's 50-load weekend ends. <laughs> Thir- but 32 loads later. <laughs> there's always a surprise. Oh, wait. There's 51. <laughs> cameraman's got to get in there <laughs> That's gotta, the show. i am so sorry <laughs> that we introduced this concept we will never bring it up again i promise, I promise y'all you you ask your gay friends listening they will shit themselves <laughs> they were like where did you hear that and they'll tell and they'll and you'll and and they're like these gay guys. And I'm like, that's filth. They're filthy. <laughs> but you're exactly right. You never oh. went looking for Treasure Island. It found, it found you, you in a weird Pornhub way. And you're it like, what you. is this? <laughs> it found you. It's pretty and what is he doing? <laughs> what? What? So y'all, all right. no more Treasure no Island. No limits. That's the tell-all. We're gonna do tell-all part three. It's gonna come out next week. Um, we will be in person for that. I will be back God in Los Angeles. Help us all. God help us all. All right, everybody. That, but you guys, um, we didn't last week because we weren't really. But we we're gonna come in strong with some memes this week. So be sure to check our Instagram Reality Gays podcast and our TikTok Reality Gays. And share those if you like them. Ta- I love it when somebody tags someone in the comments or tag someone, share it. It helps yeah. us out. It helps out Caitlin, our social media person. We appreciate it very much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate that so much. <laughs> She's fucking. She's fucking. <laughs> She's fucking. And she got some stuck in her pussy. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's the show. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. I'm gonna. I. I, I just want to no, say. No, I was gonna, gonna say. If you we, got something stuck in your pussy. Oh, I was gonna say. If you're walking around your house looking for that bowl of <laughs> box of Fruit Loops that your little brother is <laughs> hidden from you, and you're on a sugar rage, you can call us. You can call us. God, those variety packs. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? 
or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 